This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. What if I told you that by the time this episode is over, you're going to be able to play a 12-bar jazz blues solo by ear, by memory? Would you believe me? Well, that's exactly what we're going to do today in this episode. I'm going to walk you through 12 bars of a jazz blues solo, a little etude that I've composed, and I want you to learn it. And we're going to do it on the podcast. So even if you're like new to this whole learning music by ear thing and you know, you've heard people talk about doing it and how important it is and how it's going to help you become a better jazz improviser and you're feeling a little bit you know, nervous or anxious right now, don't worry. We're going to go slow. And I think that you're going to surprise yourself by the time this episode is over. And if you're a veteran of this stuff, you're going to know some great new jazz language and this is going to be well worth it for all parties involved. All right, you ready to do this? Let's kick it. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. Hey, what's up, everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. Excited to be here as always, and appreciate you being here. I'm uh, glad to be in your earbuds today. And today we're going to learn some music together. Now, for those of you who listen to the show quite regularly, yeah, we don't typically do this sort of thing. So if you're a newbie, we don't really learn music like actually on the show. I mean, a lot of times I'm talking about doing this stuff, giving you strategies for doing this stuff and, you know, methodology, but, you know, not actually walking through the process step by step. So kind of excited to do that. A little bit of a different show. There may be points in the podcast where you're going to want to, you know, pause for a second so you can learn a line I'm showing you. And that's totally okay. That's what this is all about. Some of us are at different levels of our, our ear training skills, our ability to hear music and, you know, translate it back on our instruments. But that's the fun part about this, right? I mean, you have the ability to pause it and move on from there. And hopefully by the end of this podcast episode, you'll know 12 bars of really great jazz blues language that you can start playing and applying into your jazz improv. Sound exciting? I know I'm excited about this. So we'll just skip some of the formalities here and jump right in to this solo. So just a really quick moment to you know explain to those who don't really understand the value of learning stuff by ear. You know, a lot of times when we are told to you know learn music or learn jazz, you know some of us go straight to books and solo transcriptions and reading the music because that's what we're used to. And not that that's bad and that you can't do that or you should never do that. But when we learn jazz language by ear, that's really when we're going to start understanding this music. I think that you'll feel that by the end of this episode. You'll feel that the fact that you learned this solo by ear, the fact that I will provide no notation on the show notes at all for this solo, you'll feel like you really know it better. You'll feel like you actually understand how to just start naturally playing this stuff a little bit better than you would if you're reading sheet music. Now, the blues, it's a great place to start. 
especially if you're trying to learn how to become a jazz improviser. But even if you're like a more seasoned player like myself or maybe someone, maybe that's you listening right now, you know, always working on the blues is a great way to get jazz language to play over really any jazz standard. So with that being said, um, let's go through this uh, solo for you right now. So it's in the key of concert B flat. So just really quickly, a B flat blues. B flat to the four chord, which is E flat seven. Back to the one chord, B flat seven. E flat seven. One bar of E diminished seven. Six chord, G seven. Two, C minor seven. F seven, five. And then usually some kind of turnaround. So here's what the etude sounds like before we walk through it piece by piece. So this is the first course of this particular etude that I wrote quite a long time ago. So let's start walking through it one little phrase at a time. So it starts off with a little pickup, so listen in. Okay, did you hear that little slide, a little chromatic half step from above? Play that again for you. That's the first little bit. Three, four. Okay, so that next phrase. All right. Play it again. So the first part. All right, I'll play that part again. And feel free to pause anytime you want if you need to listen to that again or just rewind just a tiny bit, right? I'll play it one more time. E flat seven. 
All right, let's move on to the next phrase here. Don't worry, we'll keep repeating this over and over again. All right, a little bit longer, so listen very closely. There's your starting note. So chromatic down. that again. So we're not quite getting the rhythms right now. We're just kind of focusing on the notes, but you know, we'll keep playing it back in context so that you get it. Pretty bluesy, right? Got that now? All right, so let's do a little refresher really quick from what we've learned so far. we've really just done one chord, four chord, back to the one chord, okay? So that's what we've done so far. Okay, now the next phrase is after we go back to the one chord now, we're going to the four chord for two bars. Okay, starts with a bit of a pickup though, a little triplety thing, so Take a quick listen. Okay, I'll slow that down. So it's pretty bluesy, and maybe you can make some parallels with note choices you might be familiar with from the minor pentatonic or the quote-unquote blues scale. There's your starting note. There's your ending note.
Let's back up to the very top again, right? Let's keep repeating this so we get it in your ear. And by the way, if you're not by our instrument right now, um, and you know, you could just sing this as well, right? So that you get it in your ear, you can easily transfer to your instrument later. All right, so. See that? All right, let's try it again. All right, you got it? That's going to the four chord. Now the next chord is E diminished seven, okay? So we call that the sharp four diminished. So the, the first one is over the four chord. Now the next one, listen very closely, because it sounds really similar to that one, but the starting note is different. So listen closely. Okay, I'll play that again. Same rhythm, though. So here's the first one. Here's the one where we land on the four chord. Okay. That's the first note. So that's the last note. And the second one. Okay. First one. Second one. I'll keep doing that again. So, pause it, rewind it if you need to, but let's do it from the beginning. Got it? So, so far, one chord. So, da, da, da. Da, da, di, da, do. Di, da, da, do, 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 do. Ba, do, ba, do, da, da. Ba, do, ba, do, di, do, da. Okay. Now we need to learn the next line. So, let's do it. 
Okay, so this one's a little bit longer. So we'll probably spend a little bit of extra time running this one. So... Let's stop there. It's kind of similar to an earlier phrase, but this note that I'm playing right now, the last note you've learned so far, that's kind of the important one because that's where things change a bit. So listen again. And then I'm going to continue this next time. Play that again. One more time. And there's only three more notes in this phrase, so now I'll play the whole entire phrase. So listen closely. So those last three notes. One more time. So the whole phrase played very slowly here. So some chromatic stuff in there, right? So we don't have too much more left of the solo. So if you're feeling good so far about this and you're like, eh, I'm getting it, great. We're almost at the end here. If you're a little shaky at this point, like, uh, this is harder than I thought, and you're feeling a little anxious that you're not keeping up, remember, it's okay. Just however fast you learn this stuff, wherever you're at with your ear training, that's completely acceptable, right? Because you can just listen back to this again and listen back to that last phrase again. And I'm just going to keep repeating parts of the solo over and over again. So this is where we're at with the solo so far. Okay. One more time. I'll do it just a tad bit slower. Awesome. So maybe you're wondering at this point, well, what part of the harmony are we at now? So we did this part, right? 
that's the four chord, and then that's the sharp four diminished, and then back to the one chord. Now this note's really important. This is the dominant sixth chord, which is G7. And this note, by the way, I'll give you a little hint. So is the third of G7, right? Little little trick for playing the chord changes. If you're really trying to outline a chord change, resolve to the third, sometimes the seventh, but the third really strong. All right? So that's where we're at basically right now. So really the only thing we really have left in this is two, five, one, and then we're done. So. the last bit. Ready to learn a little bit more? All right, listen up. That's the first note. Okay, that's the first note. Let's, let's do the line now. sorry, a minor major seventh chord. So, right, that sort of a sound. So from the C minor seven to a C minor major seven. Right? So there's a little bit more left to this line. it off. That's it. Those are the last two notes. So in context, right, that's 
kind of the end of the etude there. So again, starting at the C minor seven. Okay, so let's play from the beginning, semi-slow, and see what it sounds like in context. this time. That is the etude. Now, maybe you need to go back and listen back to a few parts to get it right, to get it perfect, and, you know, try to get the rhythm down a bit more. But, you know, I have faith that quite a few of you listening right now actually didn't do too bad of a job and that you're kind of close to being able to play the etude. One more time for a good measure. you got it wow you learned 12 bars of a jazz blues solo congrats i think you got something to at least get stuck in your brain for the next rest of the week good on you all right that's all for today's show hope you enjoy that hope you learned something a little bit of a different episode more of like a in real time teaching episode, which I don't know that I've really done so much of that before in the podcast, but let me know if you like it. Uh, Let me know in the show notes if you found that helpful. Maybe we could do some more of that in the future. And you know, learning etudes and stuff like that is really important 
to learning the jazz language and ultimately being able to improvise. And one of the things that we are launching soon here on Learn Jazz Standards is our LJS Inner Circle membership. And one of the big important parts of that membership is the Jazz Standards Club, where we do a, a study of a jazz standard every single month. And one of the things that's included in that is an etude, among many other resources. Um, it's just a small little part of membership, which I'm really excited to share more about with you. Uh, we're really going to start talking more about sort of the membership next month. And I hope that all of you will join and become an LJS Inner Circle member, access to all of our courses, access to the Jazz Standard Club monthly studies, access to Basics 101 courses we're coming out with, access to premium community forums and practice groups, live coaching calls, all sorts of goodies that is kind of be, going to become the hub of LJS. So uh, join me for this upcoming month. Um, of course, I'm not just going to be pitching to you the whole time to become a member, although I hope you do. But we're going to be talking about a lot of really valuable stuff that I know is going to help your jazz playing just by simply listening to the podcast. So stay tuned to that. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. I uh, don't want you to miss out on any episodes. And uh, hey, if you are stranded at home, like so many of us, and you want more to listen to, there is a ton of other episodes to listen to. So just go scroll back through your feed and listen to an older episode. I know you'll get lots of value. All right. Hope you have a good week. Talk to you soon. Cheers and happy practicing. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.